Purchase the Keep the Faith ebook and paperback on Amazon now at bit.ly slash keepthefaithbook. Keep the Faith by Ana Tejano Chapter 11 Part 2 So we were standing side by side, with April as my guard, when James arrived at our table. Hey, Faith, he greeted cheerfully. The boy's chatter died, and everything else seemed muted too, like we were suddenly in our own bubble. With everyone's eyes on me, the hairs on the back of my neck stood up. I gripped the table with one hand to keep myself from trembling. It felt as if the table and April's hand were the only things that kept me grounded. Hi, James, I said, smiling. Glad you made it here. I saw April glance at me from the corner of my eye. I may have casually mentioned to James the other day that we would be here since his office was nearby. It didn't mean anything else, just an absolutely friendly thing. My heart was still pounding, though, and I couldn't tell if it was nervousness or excitement. Probably both. I thought he wasn't going to show up, but here he was. Thanks for letting me know you're here, he replied. And we actually need to look around since we're planning an outreach event for work. Right, Kat? The sound of the name from his mouth was like a needle bursting the bubble, and the noise filled up the little space we occupied. I blinked repeatedly before I focused on the familiar girl standing beside James. I recognized her after a few seconds. Kat, as in Katrina, the girl who posted on James's Facebook profile weeks ago. She had actually posted several more times after that and had been tagging him in some recent photos. Right you are, Katrina answered, nudging James with her elbow playfully. She was almost as tall as James and had curly hair with the prettiest ombre highlights that would make Maya envious. She seemed to be always made up in their online photos, but today she looked like she had less, but still pretty flawless and sophisticated. Why didn't I put on some makeup this morning? By the way, Faith, this is Kat. She's one of the new managers in another department at the bank. Kat, this is Faith, my, uh, friend, James said, motioning between Katrina and me. I flinched when he said the word friend. I hope no one noticed. Katrina's face brightened. She jumped a little and extended her hand to me. Oh, hi! James has told me so much about you. I shook her hand, surprised. What did James tell her? Did he tell her about our relationship? Does he still talk about me? Nice to meet you, I said. So, how may we help you guys? Well, Kat here is in charge of our department's activities, James explained, slinging an arm casually around her shoulder. We want to engage in an outreach activity. What do you have for us? Do you have a particular activity in mind? April asked. James looked at Katrina, who looked a little taken aback with the question. Well, are there kinds? She asked. I thought we'd just have a donation drive or something. The warmth dimmed from April's eyes, and her smile turned just a bit frostier. Her tone was businesslike when she spoke. Well, yeah, it depends on what you want to do. Do you want to work with kids, the environment, housing, education, cleanup? Are you looking for something long-term or just one-off? But we really recommend a long-term activity, so there's more effect. Oh, Katrina looked overwhelmed. And even then, she looked cute. 
She glanced at James and laughed a little. I didn't realize there were so many. April rolled her eyes almost imperceptibly, unless you were standing close and you knew her very well. Yes, you can help in so many ways. Her tone had a tinge of condescension now, and I heard a suppressed snort from behind me. Katrina laughed nervously again, then turned to James. I didn't think there were a lot of options for outreach activities. James glanced at me. Well, that's why we're here, Kat. Faith knows a lot about this, and she can help. We can help, April said, not allowing me to speak. But we need to know what you want. So, kids or houses? She handed flyers to Katrina, who scanned them quickly before turning to James and giggling a little. Well, what do you think, James? She asked. There was something in the way she said his name that caught my attention. I felt an uncomfortable tug in the middle of my chest as Katrina casually curled her hand around the crook of James's arm. Suddenly, someone was standing by my other side. Nico. A tree planting activity would be good, he said to Katrina, who turned to him with eager eyes. That's a really easy activity to start with, and you just need to partner with one group. They'll provide everything for you. Oh, that's perfect! Thank you! She gushed. Can we still have a garage sale of sorts to raise funds? I have a lot of clothes that I need to get rid of. Well, Nico glanced at me and April, then looked back at Katrina with a smile that didn't quite reach his eyes. It reminded me of when I first met him, cold and a little bit distant. If you want to, since you still need to pay for the seedlings. Oh, goody, that will be fun, she said, glancing at James before turning back to us. Do you do that kind of stuff here? Tree planting? Nico pointed to the booth across the room. No, but they do. You might want to check them out. Katrina grinned. Thank you so much, she chirped. She cocked her head at James and playfully pulled at his arm. Come on, sir, let's go there. The way she said sir made it sound more like an endearment than a simple polite address between co-workers. I frowned, but I quickly smoothed my facial expression. James allowed himself to be pulled away, but not before nodding at Nico and waving at me. When they were safely out of earshot, April and Alvin dissolved into a fit of giggles. I actually thought she wouldn't be that kind of volunteer, Alvin said. April sat down, still laughing. Nah, she had that look, she said. I shook my head. I wasn't sure what to feel, but annoyance was the closest, and I held on to it. Come on, guys, stop being mean. She means well. I can't imagine her getting down and dirty at a tree planting site, though, April continued. A tutoring session would have been better. So I don't know why Nico... Oh. She glanced at him, her forehead wrinkling. I looked at Nico, who didn't seem to be listening to them. His gaze was fixed on James and Katrina, who had headed to the booth across hours. Katrina was listening to the guy who was speaking and pointing to the flyer she held, while James stood beside her, his hand on the small of her back. There was a tug in my chest again. They'll be fine with tree planting, Nico finally said. It's an easy enough activity. It's too close to the final exam, so there's not enough time to get them on board as new tutors. Something in his tone made me snap. What's the big idea, Nico? I demanded, scowling. What do you mean? We have a tree planting activity scheduled for summer. Why did you have to direct them elsewhere? 
Katrina was now filling up some forms while James watched her. Are you sure you want them to work with us? He frowned, a line forming between his brows. I flinched slightly at the hard look in his eyes, but I met it head on. Yes, this is still a business, Nico, and this could be our entry point into James's company, which will give us more funding and more volunteers and more time with your ex. He asked in a low voice, one that I think he meant only for me to hear. But of course, in this small space, Alvin and April heard it too. Their laughter faded, and I felt their eyes on us. Nico continued, I don't think it's a good idea. It's not about him or me. It's about doing our jobs well, I insisted, crossing my arms. And for your information, James and I are just friends now, so this isn't about me wanting to spend time with my ex. Are you sure, Faith? He asked coldly. He had called me French fries for so long that hearing him say my real name felt off. His eyes blazed, which just further grated on my nerves. Of course I'm sure, I snapped. A pause. Then, okay, whatever you say. He stood up and excused himself to go to the restroom. Silence ensued in the booth. Alvin's eyes darted from me to April. His expression was uneasy, which quickly turned into relief when she told him to man the booth for a while. April pulled me behind one of the pull-up tarpaulins, effectively hiding James and Katrina from my line of sight. Are you okay? She asked. No, I snapped. You guys, why are you being so mean? We're development workers. We're supposed to be nice people. Faith, we're humans, not angels, April said crossing her arms over her belly, eyebrow raised. And don't act like you haven't said the same things about other people. Is this about James? What? No! I protested, my voice a couple of octaves higher. She gave me a long look, then sighed. Okay, you do know that we all acted this way because we're looking out for you, right? She glanced at the direction where Nico had headed, then clucked her tongue. It's kind of surprising, though. How angry some people seem. I rolled my eyes. I wasn't angry, just annoyed. There was a difference. Ugh, I'm not mad. It's just so annoying and jealous. What do you mean jealous? I exclaimed, putting my hands on my waist. I'm jealous? Of whom? Katrina? Why would I be jealous of her? James and I are just friends. It's so... I mean... April interrupted again, putting a hand on my arm. Nico is jealous. Not you. What? Her eyes sparkled. He's jealous of James. Duh. She patted me on the shoulder before joining Alvin at the front of the booth. I stared at her back, hands falling to my sides as my brows knitted in confusion. Why in the world would Nico be jealous? This episode was sponsored by What Kind of Day by Mina V. Esguera. A senator's speechwriter accidentally joins a tour of his own city, and through his passionate tour guide, gets to experience a new side of Manila on what should have been the worst day of his career. Available on Amazon, Apple Books, Kobo, Google Books, and other retailers worldwide. Keep the Faith by Ana Tejano. Text copyright Ana Tejano. Narrated by Jade Albert. Produced by Tanya Arpa and Mina V. Esguera. 
Purchase the Keep the Faith ebook and paperback on Amazon now at bit.ly slash keepthefaithbook. Season 3 of the Romance Class podcast features an unabridged audio version of a novel by a Filipino author featuring a Filipino narrator. We do this to make the work of Filipino authors more accessible to more readers and introduce Filipino voices in more ways than one. Help readers find us by leaving a review or a rating in Apple Podcasts. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or any podcatcher of your choice. You can find the links to subscribe on romancepodcast.com. Subscribe, share, live tweet as you listen. Add hashtag romanceclass so we can find your reactions and feedback. If you would like to sponsor this podcast, email mina at romancepodcast.com. Find more romance books by Filipino authors on romanceclassbooks.com. They'll be fine with tree planting. Nicolo. Nicolo? What the? <laughs> <laughs> I said finally, and Nico- it's a mixed. What? No! Oh. Octopilla, not, not volume, sorry. We want to engage in an outreach activity. So. I, there's no so. Sorry. Where's the so? Anyway. Tarpaulin? 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 Sorry, I had to roll my eyes. I hate her. <laughs> <laughs>